Jurassic Park quote, Tim. Open the gate. <laughs> and now we're out of it. Wow. There we go. Oh, why am I doing that? Gentlemen, how are we? I'm good. Good, thank you, Barnsey. Yeah, that's good. Great to hear. How are you? You're going really well, thank you. Nice haircut. Thanks, mate. And that's all we have time for today. <laughs> uh, well, she's already referred to me as Brad Pitt. Um, that's a compliment. Called, yeah, I know. I am. And I was waiting for the Eminem one to come. Oh. As in like when he dies at Blonde, Bleach Peroxide, blonde. whatever. Would you do that? Yeah. Uh, Multiple members have already asked me to do that. Um, but for now, I think I'll leave it like this. I think if I did that, I think mum would be driving up from Ocean Grove pretty quickly and sitting myself down and... Link, are you all right? Asking you some, hey, is everything going on? <laughs> right. Well, so I sent, um, I sent Weapon and Beck. Congratulations to those two, by the way. Just had their wedding last Friday, and it was the most beautiful uh, three days ever. Uh, but, yeah, I sent them a Snapchat being like, should I do this? And I had one of those filters on where it makes you look like you've got a buzz cut. Is that and what it looked like? Yeah, it's yeah. almost. I took a image beforehand. It's great, uh, but weapons like do it. Beck's like don't do it. Send them one, um, and then weapons like are you okay? We'll be home from our honeymoon soon to chat. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, I'm actually okay, guys. Like I've been thinking about this for a while. So here we are. Next is a face tat. I hope so. Teardrop, because teardrop means you've killed someone who lives close to you. Is that what it means? No. Don't be looking at me. <laughs> I'm high. No, I'm pretty sure teardrop is someone who, if you've killed in prison, potentially. There Damn, Bunsy's going down a dark path. Now his best mate just got married. It's all downhill. <sighs> really put life into perspective. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be one of those episodes. <laughs> Let's break things down. Let's um, get deep. How was the wedding? Good though? Nice oh. to see you, bro. And Amazing. It was, yeah. The the best three days. Um, so us boys went out there and the girls went out there Thursday, started setting up. The girls came back into the Airbnb the day before the wedding. Us boys stayed out there and had a few drinks that night. Woke up and then it was wedding day, set up. Um, no worries, Beck and Dean, but yeah, five hours of pretty hard labour in setting everything up. But I think that also made it really special as well. Like we put every glass on the table, we put every plate out, we put the chairs away they're supposed to be. We just, yeah, did all those little small things. So I think us being a part of that actually made it feel even more special when, yeah, Beck walked down the um, the long grassy aisle and weapon was, yeah, tears of joy, which was, yeah, beautiful. And the wedding was sensational. Drinks afterwards were sensational. Um, and then the recovery drinks the next day were great. I think it demonstrates how much alcohol groups of people can drink. I think we drank about five grand worth of slabs and wines and it makes sense because I think I was carrying around a bottle of champers and a bottle of red in each hand at some stage of the wedding night. So um, that was great. That's how you got paid for all your labour. Yeah. You're like, hey, you know what, I'm going to drink a few thousand worth of alcohol. And yes, I will take a couple of bottles home with me on the bus. Oh, well. <laughs> damn. Something to look forward to there, Welshy, uh, when the big day comes. Yeah, Link drinking all your alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uninvited. Because <laughs> you're engaged, obviously, but there are other priorities in life, um, like the, the birth of your 
daughter, which is coming any moment. Yeah. Any moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, 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 that's very exciting, isn't it? If you uh, get a phone call from Sarah right now, are you to, stopping the podcast or are you continuing the podcast? <laughs> You're like, oh, I've got 20 minutes. Can it's we fine. get a live poll going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's very exciting. Um, and I don't think it'll be sort of real until it's actually here sort of thing, but yeah. You got your game Sitting plan? Waiting. Um with the boys and stuff, like I know your your um, mother in law and sister in law, what they're ready to go, kind of thing. Yeah, I that? think they're sort of all ready to come as soon as things start to happen. I think because like it's technically Sarah's first full proper labour because the boys were a cesarean. Uh, it would go relatively slowly, so it's not like oh, it's happening. They're going to be here in or the baby's here in an hour or anything like that it's like it's more like a it's it it's just like a slow development i guess so that gives us time to get them down here and get going but if it does happen in the middle of the night right as just put his hand up to come and sit with the boys and then they'll be at daycare and stuff anyway so yeah just drop them off to our place between the hours of <laughs> yeah yeah if we get up early for work, <laughs> put them to work. No, that's exciting. It's yeah. so exciting. And I think that's nice as well, having having a, a – well, you've got good friends around and you've got a good network of people who are always going to put their hand up to help. Um, and I think that's that's what's special about um, community um, and having a new child. It's like, yeah, it's you and Sarah having it, but – Everybody around you will go, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't wait to go, oh, my gosh. And you're going to a new member of the squad. And you'll be on the podcast soon. <laughs> and you can talk. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's very exciting. That is. Very that exciting. Is. Uh, any names? Uh, yeah, there actually is. Don't, one, don't say them. Don't one, say them. No, I'm not going to say one. Uh, yeah, I think um, we're pretty made up, which is ironic because this time last week definitely wasn't. And then. Sarah pulled out a name and I was like, oh yeah, I like it. And then she sort of gave a bit of a reason behind why. And I was like, oh yeah, I can't really say no to that now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, I think there's one there. Oreo. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I like it to be honest. Oh, Oreo's we'll to, nice. Yeah, hopefully she doesn't get stolen as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim's a bit dark. He uh, walked back in after lunch and someone had been touching his Oreos. Mm. And and is it because you're not a sharer, Tim, or you just don't want people touching your snacks? No, I was taking the piss. Oh. No, you seem pretty. <laughs> <upset. laughs> no, I no, I like just uh, I comfortably get through a packet of those. So it's like if there's less than uh, I think it's it's if I've thought about eating something, if I've bought something to work and a packet of work, I've thought about myself eating that entire packet. Yeah. Mm. So when someone takes it, it's like. How dare you? I've mentally been, you know, preparing myself for this and now you've ruined it. If it's like, if you've definitely got leftovers, like no dramas whatsoever or whatever, but if it's like one sitting or less, it's like, uh, yeah, well, right now you're still peckish. You want your Oreo back. Yeah, mm. you missed out on one. That could have been the one that just. I reckon it was two, to be honest. Mm. The packet did look quite empty. That means someone else must have had one as well. No, I think it's just the thief doubling up. Yeah. Mm. Conspiracy theories Set up cameras Or my, my thought is Like I've put food in the cupboard uh, Sorry in the fridge at work And it kind of goes missing I've thought to drug it 
<laughs> and if the person gets sick, well, that's not my fault. Oh, what? You you ate something that wasn't yours? Like, it's a real Dwight Schrute move from the office. Is that okay? Like, if you put laxatives in your Oreos, <laughs> they're your Oreos. Maybe that's how you take him. Hypothetically, <laughs> someone eats him. That's on them, right? Well, it would be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think you'll be I careful think with I poison, though. Yeah. Okay, not poison, like like laxative, but isn't that poison? Well, yes and no. You're still giving some, like not acid or like rat poison. You don't <laughs> want to kill them. But you want to send a message. Don't touch Tim's fucking Oreos. Why is the stuffing in this Oreo green? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's free. I'll eat it. Um, well, good segue into today's um, topic, boys. Um, where are we? I had it written down. It's about inner peace. Uh, I've been uh, continuing to go to this Buddha, and uh, not Buddha, this Buddhism chat uh, on a Wednesday, and it's very interesting. Oh, it's an ongoing thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so it's every Wednesday night. Highly recommend it. Uh, a few things I don't really get, like where they, it's it's because it is a religion, and I don't necessarily like, I, I believe in people's beliefs, but I personally don't really like, I'm not really that religious, but I like some of the, the workings and, and teachings of it. And we're talking about uh, cultivating inner peace and what that means to you. We touched on um, last episode on finding happiness, but what about finding inner peace? Because I feel like it's a difference. Happiness does bring peace, but I feel like peace also brings happiness. We know how we find happiness, but how do we find peace? peace and cultivate it from maybe nothing or from everything that we do like we've Tim spoke about family you spoke about regime and and keeping your mind busy and keeping on top of things does this bring peace yeah I think it's like uh for me it'd be having nothing to do like nothing on your mind and you can actually just focus on what you want to be doing in that moment uh it's like for me, right now, it's uh, the body garden. I've been chipping away at that slowly. And I've actually done, I had a patch of doing nothing, but in the last week or so, I've been um, digging away at that. And this morning, I didn't do that much work, but I cleared off some things that made it seem like a massive amount of work for it probably like just um, accumulated the work that I'd done last week, the harder work I'd done last week so that it was easy today. Mm. And I sat back and I was like, fuck, this is good. Like I'm getting closer to having it done. Whereas like if I go to bed or um, even if I'm bouncing with the, on the trampoline with the boys or whatever like that, I'm just constantly thinking about the garden or work or whatever. Whereas I feel like peace would be just being able to be completely present and ignore that. Or like uh, I know if I have like a few programs to do over the weekend it might take like 20 minutes half an hour up to an hour or something um but i think about that the whole time until it's done mm. so i think um finishing a weekend and being able to walk out and be like oh, i've got no programs to do this weekend and just um like do what i want to do i feel like that's peace almost i like it it's like you can just like there's nothing else. There's other stuff going on, but it's not like oh, I have to do this, I have to do that, and like you just think about it. It's just like mind's mm. free to do whatever it wants, sort of thing. And because you want to be in the moment with your boys and your family, yeah. Mm. Like that. Yeah, I, I think I'd be pretty similar. Um, where I think 
if I was to accomplish like a large goal, I think that's when I would actually find some inner peace. Um, so that might be like that that moment right after you've done a four month training camp for something and you tick it off and you get it done. It might be you know after stall gift for me or after the Ballarat Marathon for me. You just have that. I've done it. Ticked off. Um, but in terms of inner peace, I, yeah, I, I think I do probably associate that with happiness as well, Jack. So I, I do think they're separate. And how do you cultivate inner peace? I think you just put yourself into a place where you can reach happiness often. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice to, it'd be nice not to have anything on your mind. But also at the same time, how long can that inner peace last? I think especially for us three, we all like doing things and building something and trying different things. So I wonder if we, you know, had a few days of inner peace, would we then get bored of that, look for what's next, plan it, and then, yeah, I don't know. That's what I would be thinking. Like, yes, it would be cool to have 24 hours of not thinking about anything because I've ticked everything off, but how long can that actually last? Mm. I don't know. No, no, exactly. I don't think there's any right answer for it, and that's what was kind of mind-blowing when we – listening to the, the um you know the facilitator of this talk talk about it's like they're so conjoined because when we do things that make us happy technically we're at peace but like tim said having nothing to do and be able to be present in the moment also brings you peace because your mind isn't constantly worrying oh, i've got to do the programs oh, i've got to do this in the garden i've got to do such and such it kind of lets you be a bit uh in maori language and to do maori the native language of new zealand it's like being toe is what they call it and it's it's like being kind of like ah it's like that feeling of just like i have nothing to do I, i'm peaceful but i feel like yeah like you said barnsey we all enjoy doing different things, trying different things, and growing as people. So how can we take that internal kind of peace and bring it into our day-to-day life? You know, it gets hectic in the gym. You've got a lot of people on the floor. You're trying to make sure everyone's seen to. You're trying to make sure everyone's doing the right thing. It could probably get overwhelming. So how do you kind of go, all right, step back. I need to do it brick by brick, member by member, conversation by conversation, or else it gets too higgledy-piggledy. In my job, if there's too much going on, we've got heaps of phone calls coming through, there's an accident. Like this morning, um, there was a few cars on fire, so it's constantly, oh, hey, did you hear about this? It's boom, 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 boom. But you got to go, all right, one thing at a time. No one dies in our jobs, you know, most of the time, so step back and approach it one thing at a time because if I get too caught up in it, maybe as for you guys, it gets too hectic. And you're like, shit, I've got to do all these things. I've got to get it all done. And then that's when you're not happy. You're not at peace. So how do you kind of self-reflect in that moment of I'm at peace? All right, shit, I'm I'm tailoring to the other side now. How do I bring it back and go, you know what, actually, breathe, focus, put the 20 minutes into doing the scheduling, uh, keep busy, whatever, without losing your mind in it. How do you self-reflect in that moment? That's a tough one. I think that takes time to, and also probably uh, expertise in what you're doing at the time. I think if you if you were to come into our job, Jack, yes, you've been a part of the gym, but if you were to try to do what we do, immediately you probably would be overwhelmed and Definitely. you being able to drag yourself into inner peace would be very tough. Exactly the same. If we got on the microphones and phone calls at Power FM, I think we'd probably be like, 
oh, we are stressed. We are not at peace right now. So I think it comes with time and expertise in whatever you're trying to do. Mm. Um, and then as you, I really liked how you said you kind of structure it and you block it out mm. and block things. So um, like when you're talking about how do you bring yourself in inner peace, I just thought what's my inner peace every day that I could probably reflect on? And it'd be like, I love knocking off work, and you can attest to this, going home, sitting on the recliner, and just <sighs> breathing. And I think in that moment there, that's how you can potentially experience inner peace in the really busy, busy day-to-day things. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. And again, it's a really tough one. Mm. I don't think there's a, a right or wrong answer, yeah. right? Tim, no. anything on that one? Yeah, no, I think it's just being able to catch yourself and say, hey, look how lucky I'm, I to be in this position or whatever um, in that moment to just sit back and and feel good or, or happy or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I agree. There's, like, we've been listening to Elon Musk's book, like, just finishing now, and um, he spoke about the – so he – all the Twitter stuff happened and then um, he's like refocused his attention and trying to get people to Mars and he's like, that is the single most important thing, um, like without a doubt. But then he uh, has been, like has periods of like obviously depression and like he's just all over the place. Um, but then he's like, what else would I rather be doing? I'm doing literally the coolest thing possible. Like you think of the second coolest thing in the world right now and there's nothing even comes close to sending people to another planet. Mm. Like you look at it and you say, yes, the Kansas City Chiefs have just won the Super Bowl or whatever, but sending people to Mars would shit all over that. It's like there's nothing that comes even close to that. So then for him, that's probably his inner peace, even though he sleeps two hours a day and like is just constantly working and trying to get his shit together. Mm. Um, but yeah, I appreciated that. And then... It made me sort of think, oh, yeah, like if you get stressed at work or whatever, it's a tiny minuscule of the importance of other things that are going on in the world. Mm. You almost have to kind of, yeah, realise actually, you know, what I'm doing right now is pretty important. And, yeah, especially in Elon Musk's terms, it's like, yeah, sending people to another uh, planet, mind-blowing. Yeah. It is mind-blowing. And then lastly, letting go of um, kind of distractions and attachments. You said the Super Bowl. Now, I know you're a big fan of, of American sports and, and whatnot. Um, it was. It seemed like the world stops for a few days because of this huge sporting event. And same here when we have the grand final and the footy and, and many sporting events. I feel like a lot of these things distract us and they take us away from maybe like our – the turmoil that we have within, how do you kind of push aside the distractions and the attachments that we have on these things that really don't concern us really when you're at a base level, like whoever wins the game on the weekend of, of the NFL doesn't really concern us, but we enjoy it. It's something that we might find happiness and peace in, but it's a distraction. How do you find that fine line personally of a distraction but also a um kind of like a all right i've got more important things but also i enjoy watching that but i've got well like it's just hard because i get distracted with tiktok all right so i now put my phone down i turn it off because i'm going oh shit i'm distracted by this fucking app do you guys how do you distract yourself from your distractions (laughs) 
How do you disconnect? Yeah, yeah, disconnect. Yeah, I had a period, uh, obviously I haven't had social media for a long time, but I had a period of going on to news.com and like reading all the articles and stuff. And I might do that in the morning for 15, 20 minutes while I'm reading there, uh, having a coffee. And there was one morning where I'm like, this actually isn't going to change the outcome of my day. Who gives a shit if, well, like obviously people care about what's going on, but I don't really need to know that. So, uh, yeah, I just stopped going onto it. It's mm. out of, out of your mind. Um, like the social media thing, out of sight, out of mind. When everyone said last year, oh, everyone's on holiday. You're like, what? Was it when everyone's like, oh, they're in Europe right now. We were talking oh, about Oh, yes, yes, yes. And yes. you're like, no, for what? Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me, yeah. yeah. How do you just disconnect from the distractions? It's just about prioritising and being selective with what you want to take up your time, I think. Um, like, I, like, I love watching the Super Bowl. I love then talking about the Super Bowl with others. I think that opens up conversations. Um, but in terms of everything else, social media, you know, T-Swizzle's playing this weekend... I'd love to go see T Swizzle to then have conversations about seeing T Swizzle. Um, I think it's just yeah, you choosing what's most important to you at each time of the day, and you doing what you believe is the most important thing. And if that's for you, Jack, hey, look, I do deserve to scroll TikTok for ten minutes because I've worked hard. I'm going to disconnect here. That's okay. Um, watching reality TV shows, we all know that it's trash. Mm. It's not good for us. However. After getting up at 4am, working 12-hour days, whatever it might be, looking after kids, your little inner peace time might be completely tuning off from the world and just sitting there and watching maths, which is completely fine as well. But it's just being selective with what takes up our time. Sums it up perfectly. Well, thank you, boys, as always. I appreciate your insight, um, as do everyone who uh, listens in. Um, Yeah, very interesting stuff. Well, may the peace be with you for the rest of your week. Tim, um, we'll, we'll soon be able to know if, uh, if baby Laquanda is, um, is on the way. Yep, we'll soon be able to know. <laughs> that, that's probably like another thing that's uh, ironic. Uh, Sarah and I were discussing like when to... Like, uh, so both my mum and dad... Um, we're saying, oh, let us know when, uh, when anything's happening and so on. And her dad said the same thing. Um, but we decided we're not going to say anything and just go through it. And rather than sitting there the whole time being like, oh, yeah, like this is happening now, this is happening now, just like put it away and obviously tell Radders and tell um, Sarah's mum and sister because they need to be here. But then outside of that, just let it go sort of thing and enjoy it. So... Enjoy the moments because mm. it's pretty cool, pretty special thing. Yeah. Now, to end us off, are you business end of the whole thing or are you up up top half? I hadn't really thought about that too much, to be honest. Hey, but it's something you got to think about. Are you, hello, 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 <laughs> or are you, hey, squeeze my hand? <laughs> I don't know if this is appropriate. <laughs> we'll end it at that. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, you a guide, yeah. You a <laughs> guide. We just had uh, our ratters in the back there. Chris, sorry, before we wrap things up, did you guide any of your children out of the hole? <laughs> yep. Beautiful moment. 
it was there we go. Well, whatever you choose, fingers and toes. <laughs> Baby Laquisha on the way. Thanks, guys. <laughs>